Liverpool 3 0. Call it, take it quickly, Origi! Alright y'all, welcome to this week's episode of the Buzz Side 5, motherfucker! Buzz Side! What's up? missed us so much. Let's see how the boys are doing. Let's start with my boy Omar. How you feeling after, uh, I mean you got, what, six points out of six? Yeah, six points. We're the only team, uh, with six points, two wins. It didn't, it wasn't well. And to be fair, probably was the two weakest teams out of the group. Um, but you know what? The fans weren't happy with, like, didn't think they played our style of soccer, but in the end, like those World Cup qualifiers games are tough. As long as you get the three points, yeah, in the end, that's really what matters. Heck yeah, yeah, it's all about the points. I don't really give a shit other than that. Uh, man, let's go to Sam. Your team did pretty well too. Oh yeah, I can't complain, man. I mean, uh, you know, two wins, uh, you know, two four nil wins. Um, no, I think if we pick um, you know, criticism out of the games. I think it just shows how well we're kind of doing and uh, even with a 4-0 win that we're not happy or people aren't satisfied with that. But I was, I was happy overall. Uh, I thought it played well. It was nice to have in that second game pretty much like a B team out there, but I thought they did. Um, some of the players shone through. So big game against Poland tomorrow. So I think that would be uh, um, uh, our test out of the three and uh, expect us to do well in that as well. But overall, very happy. Good long weekend. Yeah. Back at it. Definitely. Speaking of B team, we have our B team stat guy Matt over there. <laughs> <laughs> Matty, you're on my team when it comes to national teams. How you feeling after this weekend? Uh, I don't know. I'm. I wasn't really uh, too happy with how the U.S. played. We just looked really like lackluster. Did not seem sharp at all. Um, dropped points. Definitely want to pick them up when we're um, playing home. Um, definitely impressed with Canada. I mean, Canada looked pretty good. Don't know how good they would be necessarily without um, uh, what's his name? Um, Davies. Yeah, Davies. Um, bit worried he went out. He was seemed like he was going to go out injured, so I kind of felt bad for Canada. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Just uh, kind of a bit disappointed watching the, the national team. What about you, Cody? Yeah, no, I'm the same way. But uh, we'll get into that a little bit deeper. I want to enter our last deeper. fella. On the podcast, our boy Mickey, the big Jesse Lingard fan himself. How are you feeling after this weekend? What's up, top lad coming at you here? Um, yeah, echo what Sam says about England. And um, I'd just like to add that it's coming home. I can feel it. Ah, <laughs> baby. It's finally going to do it. Christmas present. Let's go. Yeah. yeah oh, so oh, my God. <laughs> let's, let's, dive, let's dive into England. Um, not the hardest opponents, but they get it done. Like I said, B squad, Jesse Lingard, A squad in my heart. Uh, what do you get? Two two goals in, in the game against Andorra, and I, I'm gonna yeah. be honest, don't know where yeah. Andorra is. <laughs> I don't know near France. <laughs> that's that's what I guessed. I mean, you it's could tell me anything's near France. <laughs> Andorra, Moldova. Lynch I thought it's between France and like Spain, like right there. Yeah, <laughs> you know how there's a debate like uh, which team should be even playing in these qualifiers, and Andorra is one of them. I mean, those players are. Some of them are part-time, you know. They're not professional. So, 
I don't know. I'm on the I'm more on the side of yeah, they shouldn't be allowed to play because it's but because the other argument is well, these players need to have a chance and all that stuff. But millions of many players don't get the opportunity to play against the top teams, um, so I don't think that's really a good excuse. Um, it's kind of like the FA Cup. Yeah, but do you want the FA Cup at like uh, for a World Cup level, international level? I just want to say I think I mean you could also argue Iceland looks pretty damn good and a lot of them are part-time aren't they i would say yeah probably like their backup oh they oh they, they got a lot they, they got a lot of english uh, a lot of iceland uh, players in the english league right yeah i think their coach is a dentist like part-time <laughs> <laughs> how do you be a part-time dentist <laughs> i don't know man it's a terrible who would want that job man? You sure an hour, man. i think they have a high suicide rate that's dark-sided <laughs> but uh yeah sam i mean you kind of spoke your words, but how are your thought your thoughts on England? They they get six to six points. Yeah, I think if you go from the first game, Hungary, you know, I thought Hungary came off of the uh, the Euros well. I mean, they played Portugal, France, Germany mm-hmm. in their group, and they did they did well against all three. Um, they were unlucky about against Portugal, and they had they conceded three goals in the last ten minutes, but they held it to their own. Kind of a similar setup with this game. I mean, the first uh, hour or so was pretty. Um, you know, they were being pretty stoned, not letting us get through them uh, in the back, holding to a nil-nil. But once we got that breakthrough goal, Raheem Sterling just, you know, I thought it was just a great uh, build, you know, team goal in general. Nice finish as well. Um, obviously a celebration as well. All the fans throwing a bunch of cups and drinks at him and everything like that. And he just took it into his stride. And uh, yeah, some of the uh, backlash of that was pretty funny, but... Uh, no, ended that game strong. Uh, you know, against Andorra, I thought obviously uh, uh, Lingard stood out uh, with two goals, one assist. I think he really uh, put himself in the question for uh, even the game tomorrow against Poland, but also as a another candidate for uh, you know the World Cup. Um, uh, Drew Bellingham, I thought did pretty well as well. I haven't really seen you know a ton of him play, but just in the few games he's played for England, didn't really shine out as much as I think the hype is about him at Dortmund, but. I thought in, in this game, he stood out pretty well. Saka did well. Um, so a few players kind of came through with that. So I thought it was very, very good. We'll see how to... It looks like they're probably going to go back to their kind of best 11, so to speak, uh, against Poland tomorrow. Poland will be a tough team. So uh, pretty excited. I'm happy where things are going. I think this... We, we're just coming off of the World Cup in 2018, you know, Euros this first year. I think we're setting ourselves up really nicely for Qatar. And I think there'll be a lot of uh, expectations, again, to get to a semi-final if not the final and uh push ourselves further yeah definitely um i just wanted to bring up this next point because i called it in our last podcast i said sweden's a dark horse and they go on and beat spain two to one um actually could have been three to one they missed a sitter at the end uh but i just want to pat myself on the back for that one uh moving on to uh north america yeah, no one else, you alone mate no one else has pat you on the back yeah thank you yeah, moving on. North America, Mexico gets done six six points. Um, Omar touched on a little bit, but what are you thinking about the uh, the results? The you know what the first point I want to make, and that might be a bold take, but I swear, like looking at the qualifiers, like watching some of those games uh, in the European qualifiers and watching teams play San Marino <coughs> and like some of those teams, compared to the Concacaf qualifiers, where people always talk about how low Concacaf is. But you look at those teams and those games, those are all like tough games. Like you look at the whole group, it's basically just one big group with the best teams in CONCACAF and they just play each other. So you're playing like Panama. Is that because they're all shit? 
<laughs> I will no, I will say, man, like the, the, the rank like between 40 and 50 in the rankings. No, but, but, it, <laughs> but think about the worst team we, we play is Jamaica. You put Jamaica against San Marino, Jamaica will easily beat San Marino. What like top 50 4 0 as well? Uh, I don't know, probably. Yeah, oh, like I'm being serious, like we don't have those, like, like England has given games, like there's games that you you could bet yeah. against that San Marino that 100% England won't lose. And you can't say the same for the CONCACAF qualifiers. Yeah. Like, and I don't, yeah. I, I don't like that about the Euros, uh, European qualifiers. Um, cool, yeah, the, the CONCACAF is more competitive. Makes me want to watch it. I'll say CONCACAF too, it's hard to play in some of these countries. And I think that's a testament to the U.S. going to El Salvador. They're fucking, uh, the fans were just screaming the national anthem, throwing piss at people. There's riot shields, there's fences. Yeah. Uh, it's not easy to play in some of these countries. No, and some of the – honestly, there's teams that – there's a story, like, in Mexico. Um, I think it was two World up Cups ago, like, when we went to play Panama, the, all the, Pan, uh, the Panama fans got told where Mexico was staying at a hotel, and they all stood there, like, singing, chanting literally the entire night, like, literally, like, as loud as you think about, like, 100 people outside with drums, everything they could the entire night so the Mexican players couldn't sleep. And then they go play on in the field – and they find out that Panama also didn't cut their grass and like let it grow a little bit longer. And you know, like these are things that what can Mexico do about that? And they end up playing these tough. I think we ended mm-hmm. up tying that game. You know, it is just crazy what the lengths they go to in these when you travel to some mm-hmm. of the countries. You know, hundred percent. Yeah, wasn't there uh, like in that game um, against El Salvador? I forgot who the other who they played, but um, uh, one guy he went to take a corner kick, and the the, the riot police had to go. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Take the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, US, the, ki- right? the kids, eighteen, playing at Dortmund, right? Like beautiful fields, like awesome establishments. And yeah, and you got piss bottles and riot shields getting thrown. Yeah. Like it's wild. It's it's scary <laughs> for sure. And a giant firework went off right after the uh, uh, national anthem. Scared the shit out of Gino. He was like, <laughs> 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 no, but I think that's just a fair point to talk about. Like it. it it really is harder to qualify in CONCACAF, uh, especially like in Europe. Like how many spots get and, – and to be fair, the best – I can admit, obviously we all know this, the best soccer is played in Europe. That's has the best team. So obviously FIFA is going to want more Europeans playing in the World Cup. It's going to improve the level of play. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, I think Mexico played well. I mean, we played Jamaica. We played Costa Rica. We didn't – we barely beat Costa Rica by one goal. Yeah, I uh, mean, Costa Rica's a, penalty, a good team, but, though. Like, yeah, even Costa Rica's a good team. They had some fair. They've, they've, they've had some even good runs in the World Cup too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was just yeah. it wasn't beautiful. It wasn't the attractive game that people want to Mexican fans want to see. But got the job done, and I'm not mad about it. Yeah, it's results, and that's we play yeah. Panama tomorrow. Okay, so that's the that's the test, kind of like you guys were saying with England and Poland. Mm-hmm. Like tomorrow, are you guys at Panama? At Panama? We're at Panama, and Panama is second in the group right now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's kind of like the opposite of how the U.S. I mean, the U.S. played um, very deconstructed, not as a team. Um, I I don't know. Greg Burhalter, uh, I don't think he coached well at all. We looked – just we didn't look like a team. I mean, we, we had chances to score, especially in the first 10 minutes against El Salvador. Um but I mean, I just 
we just didn't look good. And you, you mean you drop points at home to Canada. You can't, you can't do that. Canada's not a bad team. Canada looks really good, but you can't drop points like that. Yeah. It's, I mean, like Omar said, uh, it didn't look pretty, but you guys got results. I definitely wish that the U S you know, got the results and because they did not look pretty. Um, I just, like I said earlier, just really lackluster. I don't think that there's like, it didn't seem like the team had a whole lot of chemistry. There were some good shining moments, but it was just like, I think far and few in between. Um, so it was, it was just kind of difficult to watch. And like you said, Greg, um, he didn't, Gre- sorry, Greg, Aga, two G's Greg Aga. Yeah, I apologize. Um, <laughs> he didn't make or a triple sub. G as we're calling him now. Three G's <laughs> is first name. He didn't make a sub um, in the Canadian when the, when the U.S. played Canada in, until like the 80th minute. Um, the first sub was, it, I guess, in a, when um, what's his name got hurt and Dest. went out. Yeah, Dest. Um, hopefully he's he can come back soon. But uh, yeah, I just don't like the way he managed the game. Um, definitely think we had a lot of tired legs out there. Probably could have put in some more, you know reinforcements and and made us act, actually push a bit stronger. It was just really kind oh, of yeah, or like a tactical change at all. Like you yeah. just it, yeah. If I will it's not say, working, you got to make a switch. I will say I'm excited to watch uh, Aronson. Hey, 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 Aronson. Hey, Aronson, baby. Hey, He just he at like whenever he had the ball, or whenever I saw him moving off the ball, he just looked quick and he looked like he wanted to be there and he's fighting for his spot because he took over McKenney's spot. I believe so. So Who, he, AA? yeah, and so he was fighting for it. Um, and so he it just seemed like he he actually wanted to be there. So he was a goal scorer, really cool. Um, I do think that both Robinsons in the back line played really well. Um, Pulisic, I guess he was the the man of the match, but uh, yeah, even he did. He kind of just looked a bit lackluster. I think that was the overall just uh vibe of, of the night. And where, it, are they, where are they sitting? Where are the U.S. sitting in that group right now? They're, not qualifying. They're fifth. Um, yeah. So they're out of the World Cup. And granted, we have, what, how six more, eight more games or so, whatever? Like 12. Huh? You got Honduras tomorrow. How do you feel? Yeah. Do you think they'll get it done? Uh, Honduras, uh, Honduras is a good Honduras, team. Yeah, that's going to be it's our at Honduras. It's away. Yeah, it's away. At, yeah. It's at Honduras. Yeah. So, cool. dude, this is. We backed is, ourselves into a corner. Yeah, pressure is mounting, I think. It's, Ma- it's Mason Mounting for sure. Mason Mountain, and and yes. speaking of A.A. Ronson <laughs> fighting for that spot, he might have that spot because of a little Wesson McKinney drama. Omar, you want to get into that? Yeah, so I just was reading about it today. Um, I just saw that he wasn't playing. The news was he wasn't playing uh, against Canada because he broke COVID protocol. That's really all that came through. And like now when mm-hmm. we hear COVID, COVID protocol stuff, we, we just don't think twice about, about it. But apparently then uh, Lendon Donovan came and uh, made a statement that he was incredibly disappointed when Weston, he could understood a Juventus during a long season. He's like at home. He doesn't get to see like his people, but he came back to the United States. And I think he broke, like he said, this is one of the week of your life with three massive games, not only for yourself, but for your teammates and for your country to go to the World Cup. The level of selfishness is beyond me. Honestly, is beyond me. So those words of Landon Donovan about yeah. him that now he can't play against, he wasn't able to play against Canada, and he won't be able to play against Honduras. And he uh, is that's almost a big seems loss. like the captain of the team. You know, he's like the one of the leaders. Yeah, of the team. players are looking what up. What do you guys I think mean, about that? Yeah, I mean, players look up to him, and for once, the U.S. has 
players that play for the top teams. It's crazy, right? We have player in Barcelona, Juventus, uh, Chelsea, um, Dortmund. Like we used to get excited when the, when our players would play against those teams. And now that we have them uh, and one of those main players uh, fucking up, it's kind of, I mean, I don't want to say it's inexcusable, but like, what do you, what do you do? Exactly. So I think he broke, uh, my understanding is he broke COVID protocol by like getting out of the team, like lockdown they had mm-hmm. and he hung out with family members and friends. Like now that he was back in the United States. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I heard he'd gone back to Italy now. Yeah. That with Juve. Yeah. It's not good because Juve apparently almost sold him as well. So, um, yeah. not like right after they like decided to buy him. Um, so that's not great, but also, um, a lot of the Italian teams are kind of in trouble financially. Um, and we'll kind of get into that. Uh, I did want to bring up a quick topic because Matt posted on Reddit. We've always, I've always been team Phil Foden. Um, Matt is team Mason Mount. Listen, I hate Manchester city, but I think Phil Foden is way, I don't say way better player, but he has way higher upside for me than Mason Mount. I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on this. So I, I do think that this comparison is a lot. It's kind of just like the Messi versus Ronaldo. I think Foden is almost the Ronaldo where he just has, or excuse me, Foden is a lot kind of like, um, actually, I don't know. That's tough. I don't know if I can compare either one of them to, to Messi or, or Ronaldo. I just think it's, it's a tough comparison to make. I think uh, Foden himself just has a crazy natural ability on the ball, his footwork. Um, just really silky, awesome to watch. Moving, quick. you know, going going forward, yeah, very quick. Um, going forward, he's a just a crazy special talent. Whereas I think Mount is more so of the rounded player, where he has amazing, um, uh, like a amazing work ethic. He's a lot better defensively than than Foden. Um, and then, like you said, just personally, if I were to to choose one of them to be my teammate, I think I would choose Mount. Um, just knowing he has those, those leadership qualities. He has that work rate. He has that defensive and um, offensive mindset. And, yeah, so that's just kind of my take on it. The, the stats do look better for Foden, I will say, comparing side by side. <laughs> um, but the stats Foden. look better. The stats look better with uh, Foden going forward. Like I said, Mount is a bit more uh, of a rounded player, so I think uh, – Yes, that's definitely do help out with um, on the on the defensive side for him. Hey, Mason Mount won a Champions League. Foden can't say the same. That's true. That's true. But Foden I mean, they did the Champions Foden. League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it can you say that Foden won the um the Premier, He's won the Premier League? Yeah, yeah. Mount hasn't right. So no. it's a good. No. What he you never he never will. What are you English <laughs> lads? What are you English ah, lads? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Uh, um, yeah, I think you're right. It's hard to uh, compare them a little bit. Like you said, I think Foden, uh, it just has more skill. He's more likely, um, he's more of a goal scorer. Um, you know, he can change a game in that regard. Um, just fun, I think, funner to watch, obviously, because you you know, getting past people is quick. A little bit uh, unpredictable in that sense. Uh, Mount, I think, what's I think why coaches like love Mount uh, is or managers just because he's he's just totally reliable i mean you know he's he's a lot more consistent than uh Foden is i feel like you know what you're going to get out of now um but being so young as he is as well and, and even the huge experience that he's gotten 
from the past couple of years now um, just shows I think he'll get better in that sense. And he'll just be like, just the guy that will always, the first name on the on the starting 11 team sheet type thing. Like you just, you just know what you're going to get out of him every game. And, and he can, uh, other than protect you defensively, I mean, he can, uh, you know, attacking wise, get assists, get the goal on, you know, every now and again. Um, may not be as flashy, but from a tactical standpoint, he, he's certainly a much better player. But um, yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was, I was going to agree with you. I think. I think. I think Podium kind of just realized. <laughs> oh, sorry. Did I freeze? You went out yeah. for like that whole thing. Oh, we my got, bad. My I bad. think. <laughs> I'll start over. I was just going to agree with you, Sam. Um, I do think that Mount kind of relies more on his intellectual play, whereas I think Foden kind of relies more on his uh, physical capability, his footwork, and just his natural born skill. And it's, it's incredible. But I do think that, yeah, I think uh, Mount. Yeah, I think if Foden, I think if Foden, that's kind of going to be part of his maturity over the next few years. I think is obviously playing at a top club. He's now on an international level. That uh, that's going to be where he has to mature in terms of to to be then one of those big name players as in the years to come. Because uh, if he doesn't, I feel like he'll fall to the wayside a bit, just like Theo Walker. Um, yeah, I forgot his name. Jack, Jack Wilshere. You know, like oh, that's sad too, man. I yeah, feel bad you know, for I mean, Wilshire. like now that now that like now he's begging for clubs to like take him on. You know, he's he training at Barkley. I feel like the yeah, he did a yeah. black and white Facebook video and D- Danny Drinkwater. I mean, <laughs> I. I- We'll say this. I do think that Mount has the capability, almost like Sam was saying, to be that first person on on uh, on uh, starting to starting eleven, where he could be end up like a Gerard or a Lampard or just you know the soul of the team. And I don't know if Foden necessarily has that quality, like you said. He, he, just, he just doesn't have. He hasn't had the chance away. to start as much. You know. I feel yeah, Mount's Mount got yeah, more playing time. Yeah. I mean, that's why he's not in the squad. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. why he hasn't played the season. So. Yeah, um, I don't know. Mount seems a little tense sometimes. I feel like you know he could reach his full potential if him and Lampard just come out and say they're that they're lovers. I was mid drink on that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, guys. Well, uh, the Premier League finalized uh, the transfer deadline uh, window. It closed. I was watching Sky Sports, which is cool. They posted a uh, they had like a live YouTube, which is cool in the States to be able to watch. Um, so I went and compiled a little list of my winners and losers. Ooh, um, okay. And I'll go over winners first and then get your thoughts. And then we'll go over losers and you guys can chime in as well. Uh, so winners, Premier League, I think Chelsea, um, getting Saul on loan. They think he's going to play great and kind of like a freer role uh, under Tuchel. Lukaku is obviously a great signing. It's what they needed. Um, West Ham. Who does he take? Just Ooh. with Saul, like who whose spot does he take? I mean, honestly, he could probably fit in now for Conte. I mean, just while Conte it continues to go go down, and he's going to be out for like a couple of weeks. It seems like every every few few weeks he's playing. I think he could be a good sub. He kind I kind of feel like uh, Saul. He could play like a Kovacic. Um, great footwork, kind of silky on the ball, but great defensively as well. Yeah, and you know the thing about Saul too is that he's really good going forward. So not only could he be a sub for Jorginho and Conte, he could also be a sub for Mount and Havertz because he's really yeah. fast and he's very skillful. So uh, okay. it, he can be used both ways for Tuchel. The way he played Atletico Madrid, uh, sometimes he played more attacking, sometimes he played more defending. So he's almost the type of player who can give you a little bit of everything. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, West Ham had a great window as well. 
Um, they bring in Areola, my favorite nibble pawn in the world. Um, goalkeeper <laughs> on loan for PSG. Uh, Nikola Vlasic, or Vlasic uh, the Croatian midfield from CSKA Moscow. Um, Leeds, I thought. Uh, Daniel James, that's perfect for what their team, uh, how their team plays. Uh, I thought Manchester United obviously went with uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, and I thought Aston Villa had a pretty good window of being able to spend. Uh, it wasn't so much at the deadline, um, but they were able to spend a lot of the money they got from for Grealish. Uh, Buendia, Leon Bailey, Dan, Danny Ings, uh, Axis One Zabia on loan, uh, and my favorite player of all time, Ashley Young. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. You, you got to get the jersey at this point, Cody. Yeah, <laughs> His his return is not quite like uh, Ronaldo's return. No, no, it's not. It's not the. It's not your bougie return there. Um, but yeah, so I will go over uh, a bit of who I think are, are losers here, and, and I do want to get Omar's take on his team here. But uh, Arsenal, uh, Bellerin leaves on loan. Uh, I think they overpaid for Ben White. Willian just says deuces, gets the fuck out of there. Uh, Ainsley Mate Niles uh, ends up staying. Uh, even though he clearly wanted out, uh, they got, I believe it's pronounced, uh, Tomiyasu from Bologna, who actually is, um, uh, he's got decent upside. Um, but yeah, Arsenal, not a great window, spent a lot. Uh, Newcastle, they only got, uh, Santiago Moon. Yeah. <laughs> Santiago. Uh, what do you think they only got? That's so wild. Hey, um, how much, how much do you think that signing was done for marketing? 100%. <laughs> Uh, next yeah. time to see him play. That's I don't know anything. That's just so wild to me. Um, Jesse Lingard feel like is kind of a loser here. Uh, had had to stay at Man U. Um, feel like he like he wants out, but I don't really know. He's got a lot of upside. Harry Kane I think is a loser here. Clearly wanted to go to Man City. Um, Kylian Mbappe wants out. Had to stay. Uh, Edison Cavani's jersey number. Rest in peace. Uh, that's a loser. And uh, the biggest loser probably is Barcelona just trying to um, just get back in the positives. Yeah, nothing positive from what they're doing. Though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just wild. They had to get rid of so many players, even players they just bought, you know. Well, they gave, uh, they gave Ansu Fati number 10. Yeah, you know what? I have hope in Fati. I'll tell you Fati what I wouldn't Pedri. want to follow if, like as a number 10. It's fucking messy. How are you going to follow that guy? Yeah. I don't and think that's you can't People, do it. Fans are really excited about Fati, though. There's like, there's, like, legit excitement over him um, and his future at Barcelona. What about your boy uh, who, who wasn't Ricky, sold? Man, Ricky Puig is just not – they don't give him the opportunities. He was playing a lot before Coleman came, and Coleman, like – Coleman, they've been almost fighting. Like, I don't know if you guys know this history, but as soon as Coleman said, said Puig is definitely a player for the future, but he de- needed some more first-team experience. So he wanted to loan, loan him out. So he wanted to loan him out to a different team that he could get a little, like, first-team action. And Puig declined it. He said he wouldn't leave. He said he would rather play for Barcelona B than go on a loan. Why? He wanted to – that's just – so he, like – he was, it was a whole like drama thing. That's that some blue collar shit. didn't want to go. He, he was like, I'd rather play for Barcelona B and work That's my some way. dumb fucking shit. He was like, <laughs> he's played at Bar- uh, Catalonia and Barcelona his whole entire life. He, he's from Barcelona and he just has this dream of never leaving. So he doesn't even want to like leave on a loan. Uh, I mean, I so, so did Messi, but 
We'll, we'll see how that one ended up. I was going to say, who's he trying to compare himself to? <laughs> Not, no one, really. Right, that's his point. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're finally back in the Premier League coming up here uh, this weekend. We got a bunch of great games. Um, so we're going to go over games and get everybody's um, uh, predictions. Um, Matt, do you want to lead the, lead the charge here? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, do I choose 1-0 for Tottenham? Um, versus Crystal Palace. Uh-huh. <laughs> that. That's the same well, yeah, Crystal, Palace, Crystal Palace, 90% possession, 1-0 Tottenham. Young <laughs> yeah. yeah, honestly. Yeah. I, I, I really do want to say 1-0 Tottenham. All right. Sam, how you feeling? Oh, Ooh, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I think uh, Tottenham, yeah, I'll probably give Tottenham the win for this one. Yeah, probably uh, I'll give them 2-0. I'll give them two nil. Two nil Tottenham. We'll, we'll go over to the other twin himself. Mickey, how are you feeling about this game? I'm going to go 1-1. One, one. I think Whoa. Palace you know, don't have that fear away at the moment. I think you know, they did well against West Ham, so they go to the hot Spurs and take it to them. The hottest of Spurs. All right, Omar, what are your thoughts on your um, predicted league winners here? Yeah, I'm going 2-0. I think they'll step it up <laughs> even more after the break. Harry Kane is officially staying, so I think there'll be some good feels. Uh, and they ended up buying the right back that Barcelona had just bought. So we'll see if he ends up playing or not. <laughs> good his, his Barcelona shirt still in the packet. Yeah, he had just got signed, so we'll see. Goodness. Yeah, I'm going to go 2-0 Tottenham as well, and I got Harry Kane getting his first in this one. Um, next game, big game of the teams that are both negative nine goal differential, uh, without a goal themselves, and both lost five nil to Manchester City. Big relegation battle, Arsenal versus Norwich at the Emirates. How you feeling, Maddie? I really want to give this to Norwich. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I really want to give it to it. Norwich. Um, this is a huge game, honestly. Um, and I <laughs> I think I want to give another game of the week. Maybe I'm going to go a bit wild on this one. I'm going to go 2-1 Norwich. Whoa. Yep. yep. Sammy, Ooh, how you feeling? That, that is wild. Yep. Uh, yeah, that is a tough game. Big one for Arsenal, more so than Norwich. Um, but, yeah, I'm going, to, I'm going to give this Arsenal's win. Uh, so having them kick off their season here, uh, I'm going to say – I'm just going to say 1-0 Arsenal. 1-0 Arsenal. Mick? Yeah, I'm with Matt. I really want Norwich. You know, I've been <laughs> to see Arsenal. You know, we can just rip into Arsenal more and keep it down. <laughs> we might have to change the name of the podcast. Fucking love it. <laughs> <laughs> just love it. I found a newfound hobby of just talking shit about Arsenal. Oh, I love it. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I hope I want to keep it going. So I'm gonna do. I go one one. That's not exciting. Like, it's not gonna. be a blowout. The sad thing is that I can almost see it. Like I wouldn't be surprised if it keeps going, but I really do think the Arsenal will finally get the win two one Arsenal here. But a lot of their players are back now. You know, Obama Yang Pepe is back. Lacazette is back. Um, I think they'll get the win, two one. Yeah, I <laughs> I want Norwich to win so bad, but I I will take 
I will take Arsenal with the win two nothing. I've been I've been betting with my heart and not my head lately, and I'm in like second to last here, so I need to make up some ground. Uh, another big game: Brighton versus Brent. Sorry, Brighton and Hove Albion uh, versus Brentford. Brentford is at home. Big game, Matt. How do you think it's going to end up? Connor gave a, a two nil, but um, I don't know. This seems this one's a bit tough to say. I want to. I'm, I'm probably going to go. I don't know. Oof. One nil, Brentford. Yeah, I'm going to go one one on this one. I think both teams are in pretty good uh, starting positions. Uh, I think it'll be a heavy contest. One of them, I can see either one of them sneaking the winner, but I'm going to go safe and call it one one. Yeah, this is a good game. Um, I think Brighton will edge it out. So I go two one Brighton and Hove Albion. Thank you, Omar. Forget about them. You know what? Um... Brian Hope Albion played so good against Everton. Like I was really shocked by by them. I think I'm gonna. Uh, okay, you still call him Brian Hope Albion. Brian Hope. Brian Hope. The Albion. Two one, Brighton. Yeah, I've gone back Hove. and forth in this one. I had it one nil, Brighton and Hove Albion. Uh, but I, I I can't bet against our boys, so I'm gonna go with my heart in this one. No, Brent, Brent the buzzing boys. Buzzing boys. Buzz side five, baby. You know what it is. I know our <laughs> next know one. You know what it is. Manchester. Five, five. <laughs> versus Manchester City. Um, tough game. Tough game to actually bet against because Leicester looked. They look like they're on the upside finally. This is a good tough game for weekend. them. This is a good weekend. Who's out? Leicester? Leicester. Leicester. This is a. This is tough. Um. I'm going to say 2-1 Man City. Yeah, I'd agree. It's pretty pretty tough match. I think City are on a bit of a roll, obviously, coming back to back 5-0 wins. Uh, Leicester, you know, just picked it up again. You know, they didn't do great against Norwich, but they obviously snuck a win. So, I think City, oh, I want Leicester to win now. Um, what do I want? Yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to, I'll go with Leicester. I'll go with the Leicester win. I'll say wow. 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 I think they'll yeah. get a goal. They'll get a goal and then City will be bombing at them constantly, but not breakthrough. <laughs> Stupid. Leicester <laughs> <laughs> was shit. I don't know. Leicester look a bit shaky this year so far. Um, I'm going to go 2-0 Man City. They have looked yeah. a bit shaky. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what it is. I, I was expecting more from Leicester. I think they, they looked so strong last year that that they have good names. They have good like you look they at did, the They did have a good transfer window too. Yeah. Uh, I will point so, that out. Uh, is are they missing somebody or I don't know what's happening with them, but they look that they're missing somebody. But I'm gonna go uh I'm gonna go Man City two one. They're missing Damari Gray. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this is a tough one to yeah. call. I mean, Man City's just so fucking good. All right, I'll go 3-1 Man City. Uh, and to my highlight match of the weekend, my boy Christy makes his return uh, as Manchester United plays Ooh. Newcastle, also United, uh, at Old Trafford. I want to say this might be like a blowout. I want to say 3-0. Uh, Man U. Let's go. Ooh, that is a not that yeah, I so want that to happen, but 
Uh, yeah, this is, uh, yeah, I think it's just a big, exciting game, like high brand with Ronaldo. I know, so he's going to get revealed at least before the game, um, just like Varane did. Um, but there's questions about whether or not he'll start. Um, but just with, on that topic, did you hear about uh, Ronaldo? Obviously, he came back early, so he left his he left Portugal mm. early to come back to quarantine because he has to quarantine for five days. Um, so he's trying to plan it to where he'll be able to train with the with the team um, for a few days and then hopefully be able to play on uh, uh, this weekend. So he probably will. Whether he's staying or whether he's on the bench, uh, you know, it'll, it'll definitely come on. But yeah, I think overall, besides him, I think we'll. I'm pretty good, okay for him at the minute. I think I'll find it <laughs> once he's there. Uh, so I will say, you uh, guys are kind of tough. Uh, they've been scoring lately, though. Uh, well, they got Santiago Munoz, baby. They yeah. do. If he they makes do. his debut, <laughs> that's a real debut. Right? <laughs> if he makes his debut, he's gonna put it down. Is that the next? Is that the next FIFA cover? Ronaldo and Munoz. <laughs> uh, I will say, I'll say, I'll say three-one. United, Newcastle, uh, Man U, Manchester United, <laughs> <laughs> <Or> Newcastle. <laughs> um, yeah, I think Man U obviously feeling good about themselves and back at home after their first game against Leeds. I don't think Newcastle will be the team to kind of hold the momentum that they have. So um, I like the three-one scoreline because Newcastle can bag a goal, and Man U are shaky at the back, even with Varane. Yeah, that's. Goddamn sad. Yeah, I think I think definitely many are looking to have a party. Um, we'll see if Santiago Munez makes his debut. What was the other guy? Uh, Gary Harris, or remember? <laughs> don't the, act like you don't know his name, bro. <laughs> no, really, what was his name <laughs> in the movie? I don't know. <laughs> the guy he used to play with, I forget. But I think in the end, uh, Man United three one. Fuck yeah! I I think the boys are gonna be absolutely buzzing out there. I think. I mean, especially if Ronaldo gets his debut, I'm going to say four nothing, Man U. Uh, and I, and I do need some help here. I am drafting fantasy football. Should I go Mike Evans round two? I, or who? Who else is that? Oh, we got a lot of that. I feel like Evans no. is he a striker or a midfielder? What is yeah, he he's a striker. <laughs> he's got <laughs> TB thrown to him. All right, I'll go Mike Evans. Fuck it. I no, wouldn't go, go with the running back, Cody. If you're round two, you want to go with running back. Oh, I fucking suck at this. Pick, the... pick a better We're running back. Uh, Edwards Hilaire. Do I should go Edwards Hilaire here? Yeah. Or who? Yeah. Pick a running okay. back. Pick the highest ranked running back. There we go. Who's left? Derek. Oh, Derek no, it's, it's hard because we have keepers and I'm trying to read my keepers. fucking. Keepers. Yeah. Keepers. All right. Well, I appreciate the help yeah, there. Go Edwards. All right. We got, we got Edwards in this bitch. Oh my! All right. <laughs> yeah, I just uh, uh, you know a couple of my favorite things blended together during this podcast. So appreciate the help on on that one. I had to phone a friend. Okay, Southampton versus West Ham. Matt, how do you think this one ends up? Mm, Southie boys versus the Westy boys, Ham boys. Uh, <laughs> two hams. For sure. two. Ham. I don't know. This is who's going ham. Is uh, I want to. I don't know. I think two one West Ham is uh, is where I'm probably going to land. Yeah, it's a pretty good landing spot. I'll say, yeah, I think West Ham have a pretty good momentum. You know, away they had good summer signings like Cody mentioned. I will say, I'm gonna go three one West Ham. Oh, throw an extra goal there. 
Yeah, I'm liking the hammers. Um, they're looking good. The Saints have surprised me though. I, I thought they were going to be pretty shit. Oh, they are uh, shit. They're just they just played good against Manchester. Well, but they could not hide. Not, I don't think they're relegation shit necessarily. Um, but I can. I'm going to go two one West Ham on this game. So I think they'll edge them out. I'm going to go yeah. West Ham two 0 yeah, I, I yeah, it's it's tough to bet against West Ham right now. I'm gonna go West Ham three 0 on this one. Wow, uh, West Ham here. Yeah, next game, Battle of the W's, Watford versus Wolves. <laughs> no, they're Let's great. Game. I'm excited. Wolves. I'm so excited for this weekend. Um, oh, this is a huge <laughs> game for both of them. I think uh, Wolves have to kind of make a bit of a comeback. They're not doing. They're hottest, and I think Watford has – I mean, they're, they're, like we said before, they're surprising all of us, and they're doing as well. So, I think that they have momentum to carry, carry them forward. Uh, this is a tough one. I, I do think that maybe hmm, 1-0 Wolves. Wow. Yeah, I think Wolves have – Still going to have their attacking premises as long as they, you know, Triore skips his lessons at Timo Werner's school of, of <laughs> shooting. He'll be on fire. Uh, and I don't think Watford have as much, or will have as much of an attacking uh, sense in this game. So I'm going to go 3 now Wolves. Wow, that's actually a really bold prediction. Um. I think Wolves are gonna get that win. Like, it's gotta be- oh, I don't know. Your mic, your mic is not. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on, Mickey. Are you, are, Mickey, are you are you under water right now? Also, Mickey, I don't I don't know if you're playing with your sticky notes, but I can hear them. Can you guys hear that? <laughs> you sound like you are talking to us from 1962. That's the worst I've ever heard anybody say. Take a lap, bro. Take a lap. Hey, we're not editing this out either. Wait, <laughs> I'm keeping this up. Awesome. <laughs> All right, hold on. I'll say, I'll say a name. It. You tell me the type number. It. Watford. How many they're going to score? Give me fingers. Zero. zero. <laughs> so just give me zero. I don't talk. Just give me zero. You said sign language, Watford Mick. is going to go zero. Uh, Wolves, how many are they going to score? <laughs> um... Two. All right. Two wolves. Wolves are one and two nil while Mickey finds out what he spilled on his laptop microphone. Okay. Next game. Going back to no, London. Cody, I guess. Oh, way. goodness. I'm sorry. And you know what? I was actually thinking the same thing as, as my boy Sam. I'm thinking wolves are, are they, they deserve one. I think finally they'll come out strong. Um, they'll score some goals. Wolves 3 0. Yeah. Well, you guys are going crazy. I, I think, I think y'all must have forgot. Crazy. I think y'all must have forgot how good Ugly Watford ass, looked boys. too. Ugly Watford ass, was good. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I think yeah, both teams have played like unfair results. I'm gonna go two-two draw between these two. Ooh. I was hoping for a three-three, but we'll, we'll move on to the next <laughs> one. All right, into London, Chelsea versus London? Aston Villa at Stamford Bridge. Blowout. What? Aston Villa's. A, I mean, they're decent. Blowout. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, I, I do want to say two 0 Chelsea. Uh yeah no I think uh I'm gonna I'm gonna flip it I think uh I think Chelsea will get frustrated against Villa I can see that so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say one one 
One one. One one. What is, is that Mickey's mic? What is that noise? Hey, what is breathing heavily into this? All right, I just muted him. Um, <laughs> he has no say. <laughs> you got a draw in this game? Who? Sam? Me? Sam. Yeah, yeah. I said 1-1. I said 1-1. Uh, one, one. Uh, one, one. Wow, all right. Yeah, he said he thinks Chelsea's going to become frustrated, but nah. Goodness. I think they'll get frustrated. Mickey, do you want to attempt to talk here? Uh, I muted you, so you got to unmute. So that whoever's <laughs> editing the end of the podcast. <laughs> oh, you're good now. Dude, I don't know what happened. Nothing changed. I just sat here. <laughs> this California wildfire. I'm going to get 1-1. One, one. Wow, goddamn. Oh, one, what? Okay. Oh. <laughs> Bet Matt wish I was quiet now, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Matt, Matt's about to leave this podcast. <laughs> oh. I'm going to go Chelsea 2 1. I think they look really good those first couple of minutes against Liverpool. So I think if they have that same lineup, they're going to come out after that tie. I think 2 1. I mean, I think Astonville is a good team, but I think Chelsea's. Look really fucking good. So I'm gonna go three one yeah. Chelsea there. The PSG of the Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I might be Man City. I don't know. Yeah, that's definitely um, Man City. So our Sunday game, uh Leeds United versus Liverpool. Leeds versus Liverpool. Damn. See, now this is a team that I think could or a matchup that I think could um end in a draw. I don't necessarily see Liverpool blowing Leeds out because I think Leeds do have moments where they can shine and um I don't know. I do want to give though a W to to Liverpool. I'm gonna say two one Liverpool. Yeah, I think uh, I think you're right about that, man. I think especially being at Ellen Road as well. Uh, I think that would be a venue that uh, Liverpool uh, will, even though as you could say it's kind of similar to their own, but I think it's, it's not doesn't quite get matched elsewhere in the Premier League. So I think it'll be a good atmosphere. I think it will put Liverpool in the back seat a little bit. I think if Leeds do well, their main man, Dan James, gets a start. Uh, I think they're in a good position. So I'm going to go... I'm going to say another draw. Let me say a 2-2 draw. 2-2. You know, I was thinking the same thing, 2-2. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go 2-0 Liverpool as well. Uh, also, I got 20 seconds. Got to pick my third-round pick. Uh, what do you guys think? Cooper Cup, wide receiver? I think go another running back. Go another running back. Fuck. All right. Wait, uh, who are you? Who was your first pick, though, Cody? Uh, I'm. It was my keeper, Mahomes. Oh yeah. So pick another running back, and then you'll be set. Shit. I don't. All right. Fuck it. Cody, what you, you love the wide receivers, though. You always pick the best wide receiver. I know. You're thinking about Evans and Cooper Cup this early, bro. I was. I don't, listen. I don't watch football. So final last game here. Uh, Everton. Versus Burnley, another sleeper of a really good match. Another one. This yeah. is on Monday. Uh, as Omar says, another one. Matt, how do you think this one ends up? Uh, did that Burnley have a pretty impressive performance not too long ago? Who was that against? It was kind of surprising. They, t- they tied Leeds. Yeah. Okay. Time. Okay. So I guess Leeds. Yeah. That was uh, a good game too. Yeah. Um, but I still want to give the W to uh, to Everton. I think they're they're looking um, like the, the the winner here. So I. Either 2-0 or 1-0. Um, Everton, I think I'm going with a 1-0 Everton win. Yeah, I agree. I think Everton are in a pretty good spot. But I'm going to give them a 2-1 win. Yeah, I'm going to go Everton 1-0 as well. 
Yeah, I think I'm going to go Everton 1-0 as well. Everton always finds a way to blow it, though. So I'm going to go I'm gonna go 1-1 one, one draw on this one. Um, yeah, it should be. I mean, we got wonderful, wonderful weekend of matchups. We got some World Cup qualifiers coming as well. Um, and again, we appreciate anybody who, who's taking the time to listen to the podcast. Um, any, any listener is just, it's just great for us. And we're just a couple lads fucking around. I think it would be cool. Uh, and I don't, we haven't obviously talked about this. This is me kind of spitballing um, on the go right now. But it would be cool, I guess, if any listener any day wants to shoot in a question for us five to talk about and kind of, um, you know, do a bit of research on something that they have an interest in. in um, I think something along the lines of like Mount versus Bowden, um, you know, that was a pretty cool subject. So more of that would be interesting. Um, so feel free something for us yeah. to chat about. And it could be as, as trivial as uh, who's got a better haircut on the two, you know? Like, yeah. I love talking about dumb shit. So, yeah. again, thank you everybody uh, who's taking time to listen. Um, we always have fun doing this. So, thanks guys. Peace.